When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Some kids have it, some kids don't And some of us are wondering why So what you play after the Colorado Rockies come to town, Doug? They came in here and, and took our measure, Tim. Took us two out of three. How'd you On say? our home field. Nobody comes into Bush and takes two out of three from us, except virtually every team in the league this year. Ah! I love it. It's going to be a long month and a half here. Long month and a half. Your thoughts on how long Zach Thompson pitched yesterday? Well, he should have gone longer. Don't take him out. Don't lift him. Leave him in. Do you regret the Arnato trade now that Gomber came in? G- Gomber took our measure. Gomber's won nine games. What about the NBA working in St. Louis? <laughs> the NBA will never work here. What are the other big topics? Who won the money is? I don't think there anyone's worried about that. <laughs> I am, because I've got you beat by like 10 games this year. Oh, I don't know. It's that many. <laughs> uh, Jackson, who, if you could, and I'll give you 20 seconds before they're going to cut your mic back there. Okay. Uh, pulling it up. Yeah. Pulling it up. Right pulling now. it up right now. Hey, okay, I got it. All right. Uh, okay. You got four seconds. All right. Doug had 299 points. Doesn't sound good. Iggy had 378 points. So Iggy takes the Wyndham. Did the kids get anything? Not one. Because he researched all this, penny. picked the names he wanted, nope, and the children get nothing. Best oh. ones for the children. Well, again, my two highest-priced players uh, missed the cut. Denny McCarthy and I forgot who the other one was. Nice. But the children, don't they mean anything to you? You got no room to talk. Gosh, I don't get to pick my club. Well, it's your problem. No, it isn't. You it's the kids' the... problem. Before we get to other topics, one bad beat that I saw this week. That they, should probably, they should probably change the rule. I know they're trying to protect the players. What rule? At Wyndham, uh, Justin Thomas finished 71st in the FedEx Cup, missed by one spot, moving on. 18th hole, he had a chip, took four bounces, hit the stick right in the middle, and bounced four inches away. If he makes it, he makes the top 70. So he just taps it in. He's playing with Nick Hardy. Nick Hardy has a two-foot putt. Before he hits his putt, the horn goes off. He cannot hit that putt. He's got to wait. I thought you have the, the right to finish the hole if you would like. No, I think it's as if it's a warning, but there was lightning in the area. So when that horn goes off, they got to stop. Oh, is that right? He had to wait two hours and 15 minutes to make a two-foot putt. Oh, wow. On 18, his yeah. last hole, jeez. Justin Thomas was already back in Florida by the time Nick Hardy hit his putt. Well, did he make the That's putt? actually mathematically possible. Yeah, he made the putt. 
But if you were to putt it after horn sound, I think it gets DQ'd. Guy had to wait two hours and 15 minutes to make a two-foot putt. Or he'd have been home already. Oh, well. You're a professional athlete. You don't get home when you want to get home. Cry me a river. Cry me a river. Oh, was that uh, Justin Timberlake 2000? I don't know. One after he, and it was it was a shade at Britney Spears for being unfaithful. I, I just don't know. Oh, two, Tim. Whew, I still get it. Is Britney Spears on on OnlyFans yet? Another topic. It's something else I don't know. I mean, go watch her Instagram. All she does is dance around in a bikini. Have you seen that video to where it's not Britney? I think. No, who is it? Yes, yeah, so it was like a video like where she danced. She turned her face and like a filter goes off and it doesn't even look like her. Oh. Yeah, so they're. People are thinking I mean, every, her. every day, this inner foyer of her home, she's just got a bikini on, pushing her boobs together and dancing and twirling around. and Just get on OnlyFans already. Is she trying to resurrect her career? I don't, I, I don't know. Man, child stars, bro. We listen to a <laughs> Julie Gard- Gardner? Garland. Julie Garland podcast <laughs> on the way to Colorado. Judy you had Garland. heard of Judy Garland, hadn't you? This is her sister, Julie. Yeah, I haven't, uh, didn't really know the backstory. Oh, but you knew who, you'd heard the name. I did. The mother so, of Liza Minnelli. Yeah, I didn't know, like, the MGM thing. The star of Wizard of Oz. Yes. Yeah. David Guest's mother-in-law. Oh. Yeah, she had some alcohol and drug problems. Just a few. Well, it was a nice little podcast. Who is this story for? Is there one member of the listening audience who's interested in Nick Artie's butt? <laughs> Well, I just thought it was interesting that the guy had to wait almost two and a half hours to hit a two-foot putt. And Justin Thomas was in oh. his group, and Justin Thomas is sitting on his couch back in Jupiter watching. Sometimes baseball players have to sit through rain delays that last that, that long. Well, if there's lightning in the area, how would they fly home? Think about yeah, that, Bill. In a private jet, I'm sure he went around it. PJ? Yeah. yeah right. It's just a little story that I just... That was interesting. Okay, Sean Mahoney's dad, I sent this in multiple times. Hey, Tim, did you see the Timmy Recaps post on the fan pin about the burnt potato skins nose whistle and lip smacking? Doug, did you read? The, the, was, there a, was there a... You know what? I missed it this time. I did not see it. Was this like a big thing? I don't know. I didn't see okay. it. It's a big Anybody? thing every week, so what the hell's... But, why would the, but my question is, why would this be different than others? Probably wouldn't be. Jackson, uh, did you see the post? I'm scrolling. I see a guy dressed up in a Steelers uniform. I see a guy who is, didn't never knew Ken had a side gig in Hot Springs. And then I guess it's a wax museum? Um, Hot Springs, Arkansas, Doug? Looking it up, trying to find You working in Hot Springs? Oh, we, went, we did a Hot Springs, too. No, I find it odd that you post all these things about me on a page I'm not even on. I see that. Okay. Howard gets the importance of them. HS 101 playing drops and explaining the background for all of them. It's no Sinbad all day skeleton, but it's pretty good. But that's not about Iggy's breathing. No. So maybe I'm missing the the most recent post. I have never one time heard Ah, Iggy breathing into the mic. Oh, no, this isn't from... uh, Sunday brunch power of drops. 2013. So I guess on Howard 101, they did a whole a show explaining the history of their drops. That's kind of interesting. I think uh, the... I don't know if I would know a lot of the history of our drops. No, I wouldn't either. They just... Like, how did speak to... How did speak to me come along? That was the story of the mom and daughter showering together. Oh! And for whatever reason, the news package started playing that little ditty. Shout out Gangster Pete for that one. Uh, It looks like it's a post by somebody else, and Timmy Recaps has a long 
long comment response. I don't know. I can't, these when people can't sound cryptic. simple things like washing my hair or washing my body, it makes me feel comforted. Okay. Did somebody snort a rail right at the end of it? Oh, who was sniffing? Yeah, that was me, I'm sure. Camera guy needed an actor to pick me up after that story. <laughs> the funny thing We're going to be about, here all day. The funny thing is when, I'm, when I talk, I'm like this. When I don't talk, I'm like this. So I'm not even by the microphone. I don't hear the whistle snoot. I did snoot. happen to open up Facebook for the first time driving back, and I did see that there was controversy with the breathing. What is the controversy, Plowhawk? So this, so this post know. about the the Howard Stern 100 drops is not the post? No, I don't believe so. No, it was about the listened to on a podcast or had headphones on and didn't realize the breathing. I think I, that was kind of the gist of it. I forgot exactly. Didn't go into the comments too much. Sure they were good. All right, Jackson, read the post. Uh, so the post says, I usually listen to the show with just the speaker on my phone. Today I listened through the Bluetooth on my new car for the first time. Humble brag. I truly believe that the listeners... We're just effing with Iggy about the breathing into the mic. The nose whistling on today's, and this would be Friday's, show was insane. Jackson even said at one point, I hear whistles. Now I get it. If you are listening with quality speakers, the struggle is real. I don't know. I've never heard one tiny whistle snoot. Well, there's no way the audience is making it up. I know. We just don't hear it, it here, you know. What is it? I don't notice him wheezing over I'm, there. I'm sorry. I, I breathe. What can I tell you? <laughs> now breathe heavily into the mic on purpose, and let's hear what it sounds like. Yeah. That's See, Darth Vader. That time I heard Darth Vader. It. That time I... Yeah, I hear it now. Now, I will say in reference to them saying Jackson said, I hear whistles on Friday, I did hear what sounded like some whistling noise. Friday. Friday. What's that? But I, I usually don't hear, especially in the studio. It would be much more rare for me to hear anything there, but yeah. I did hear it on Friday. So I, I'm just being honest, totally just being objective. Here. Well, you seem like you're not comfortable saying it. I am. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's the truth. I heard something. It's and not who, a. And who was it, you know? I, I, can, I can't be sure no, on exactly who it know. is. Okay. I don't think any of us have emphysema. So what is our solution? If we have a problem, how do we fix the problem? I don't know. It wouldn't be beyond the listeners to make stuff up. They make stuff up all the time. Right, but this is uh, this has been going on for a while. Like I said, I did hear something on Friday, so there's no doubt that there was something going on. What we can do, what? solutions, possibilities, are we can ask uh, engineering to lower the gate on, I guess, all the mics. but Lower the gate. What does that mean? So that... Uh, like, it, like talking is a, is a very distinct sound. Mike's picked that up, obviously, but less distinct sounds, something like a whistle, wouldn't necessarily be picked up. Now, how about this? Joshy Tuna says it was KG in O-Town. Iggy left and it continued. KG is the whistle snooker. Oh. That's from Joshy Tuna. His mic would be off anytime he's not speaking, so I would have to push back on Wouldn't that, that be sabotage? KG and O-Town is doing... You would think. That's what Joshy Tuna's accusing him of. But people have done that with me, but I can you, off my... Do you doing what? Oh, I see. Like, I can turn my mic off, so my, when I'm not speaking, it's always off. And that's probably the case for KG and O-Town. I can't speak with 100% certainty on that, but I'm pretty confident. Okay. We Quite have a full country. crest upon us. That's from DraftKings Cal. Iggy, are you sleeping? Were your eyes no, closed? I'm just, no, I'm trying not to breathe. I'm holding my breath. Oh, well, don't do that. Uh, sweet, sweet Kai who gets gaped. Is that right? 
Uh, Sweet Sweet Kai says, when I listen with AirPods, the breathing is unbearable. When I listen through my phone or speaker, I don't notice it. It's bizarre. That's from Sweet Sweet Kai. And he went to Horton Watkins? He did. Oh, class of 2016. And he gets gaped by the recovering alcoholic in a coal mine? Well, there's accusations of such, but I don't know if recovering alcoholics made it up West Virginia way. If he has, then... Yeah, you can put two and two. Well, maybe together. it's unbearable when you have earbuds and because at one time one person's talking and there's three other people not talking, so there's three people breathing at the same time. Maybe that's what you hear. Well, could be. It is Iggy. How oh. do you morons oh. not get this? God. That's from Mr. Licks who is raging. Because we don't hear it. <laughs> to be fair, I did hear it. Oh, you did. I, 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 we want to be objective. Do we want to fix a problem or we just want to... Right, like, we heard it once in the last year and a half. But that's not true. I've so heard that's it a problem. That. See, I don't hear it, but I believe the audience. I have heard that's it before I Friday, 100%. But I don't think Iggy's doing it intentionally. No, so no, what, the, no, what, no. what the goal would then be is to, you know, Doug, you and I are both engineers. Yeah. But we might not be as capable as, say, uh, Gino. No, I was nuclear engineering, not electrical. <laughs> to fix it. So then we want to fix it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's never happened. Nobody's ever said anything until we got over here. Yeah. So do you think maybe it's the equipment here? Maybe it's very sensitive here? If you're hearing it now, you didn't hear it for seven years prior to that, but all of a sudden now you hear it? Yeah. Is this just a program that needs to be on AM radio? Maybe it's HD2. Oh. HD2 is very uh, sensitive to High breathing. High Hi, Def. Um, also, I, I believe if I'm trying to do just some history from when I've been on the show, when we were at KFNS and we did a live remote one time at Ryan Kelly's office, uh, there was accusations of whistling, nose, nose whistles. Well, that's because the microphone is right into my right, mouth. Like right there, mm. right. So I think the best plan of action right now would be anytime anyone's not talking into the microphone off. is to just kind of move the microphone away from it. It always is. You see where it is now? When I'm talking and then when um, I'm not talking, it's over there. Yeah, I see it. I'm always like that. Yes. It's not nowhere near my mouth when I'm not talking. Right. But I, I think you're talking over here. Mike is a little more sensitive than the rest yeah, of them. Uh, this comes from Pout Pout's Lanai. It's truly not that big of a deal as people make it out to be. I've listened to the pod on everything. Beats, AirPods, radio, speaker, and it comes and goes, but it's not pressing. Does he breathe into the mic like he just downed a pound of habanero wings? Absolutely. Oh. But it can be looked past. P.S. Doug looks cute today. Thanks. That's from Pout Pout's Lanai. Okay. Well, I've listened to some on the uh, the replay on HD2 on the radio, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't hear anything. Those are uh-uh. What about AirPods when you're getting work in on your short I, I don't have AirPods. I don't use those. I like them. To get my work. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of people use them and love them. I I just have never needed them. It's insane how Ken has been in the business for 150 years and still doesn't understand basic audio 101. It's not an equipment issue. Please, for the love of God, EQ Iggy's mic to take out the whistle snoot frequency. Someone call Gino. We haven't, we haven't been in Canada for two years. I'll talk to the engineers today, and we'll see what we can do about lowering the gate, see what uh, options are available for us. How would the guys feel here if a KFNS engineer came in and started <laughs> tinkering with the equipment? <laughs> yeah, it probably wouldn't go well. No. But I can talk to the engineers we have here at Hubbard, uh, who are employed by Hubbard, and uh, we can see what we can do to rectify the issue. Right, okay. 
All right. Does that satisfy what was being discussed in the thread about the breathing? No. No, does not. Uh, <laughs> His mic your is mic is up way up high. <laughs> it won't satisfy them. Are you in crestfallen mode right now? No. <laughs> don't don't lean up like that. Well, that's what I'm gonna do. So you're gonna just have the mic up above your head, and whenever you need to talk, you're gonna raise up like a turtle coming out of a shell. <laughs> say something. Like a meerkat. Exactly what I'm gonna do. F him. Oh. Wow! 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 Now let's now let's enough of me. Now let's get to another thing with me. Let's get to the bag gate. Bag gate. Oh, what was that? Oh, that's so. Bucks folks sent me a screenshot of this post. I gather it was on the TMA fan page, and it was posted by a gentleman who I don't believe I know, um, who says I finally heard back from Sarah today. Sarah is Sarah Astapare, Doug. We worked with her at KFNS. Right. And she wrote to this person. My dad was listening and told me all about it with a laughing emoji. He for sure ate a day-old burger that was never on ice. Why is this a thing? Yeah, what's your, what's what your did point, I miss? Buddy, that you actually reached out to Sarah Stapari, who you don't know, <laughs> to ask her questions to get some answers. Again, what is your point of the post? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Buck Swope or uh, the gentleman who posted it. Uh, oh, this guy didn't it. have the balls to post it himself? Swope six, posted it? Six, oh. <laughs> no, Swope sent me the screenshot. You don't have the balls to post this on the fan page. <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, you're a creep for reaching out to Sarah Stapari. You don't know. Yeah. Mr. Lixilla is in full happiness mode right now. I guess he wanted to prosecute this case. What? I don't understand what your point is. I said she brought back In-N-Out burgers. The bag was in front of my desk. So, obviously, I got the burgers, correct? You got them. I ate the burgers. Yes. Why do you care if it was on ice? Who cares about that? I just told Sarah maybe she can just put it on ice. I just figured it was on ice. Right. She didn't bring it back and say, I didn't put it on ice. You're going to oh, eat no. it. She brought the burgers back and said, thank you. I <laughs> ate it. Was it on ice? I wasn't on the plane. How long after the burgers were ordered did you actually eat them? I have no clue. I ate them. I put them in the microwave. I ate it. No. I didn't get sick. No. So what is your point of all of these questions? The bag is there. I ate the burgers. That is the whole point of what I said. She I brought I'd me go back in and out. out. Steak and shake, five guys. The, front, the, the French fries are tough to beat, really, at all of them. No. I mean, they like to pick. These people, people like to pick, pick, pick. Have no life. Uh, the total package says the point is you lied. What did I lie about? Uh, Why not to lie? Mr. Licks is celebrating, so we finally caught Iggy in a lie. Oh, and now the story changes. That's from Mr. Licks. Harrison's brother, Master, said this is too good to be true. Mr. Licks, this is mm. the greatest thing. Peg Diaz says Buck Swope is a loser, stays in the basement, lives off being a person on this show. Yeah. He is nothing more than an Iggy hater. That's from Peg, and then the last name, oh. Doug, is Diaz. Real name, probably Margaret, if her nickname is and Peg. And what did I lie about? I said she brought back in an outburst. I said they were on ice because I asked her, can you have the flight attendant? Just put it on ice. It'll be fine. Right. Out of her mouth was not, here's your burgers. I didn't put them on ice, Iggy. I just took for granted they were on ice. You asked her to put them on yes, ice. Yes, I whether, wasn't on the whether plane. Whether it actually happened I don't or not, know. we don't know. Whether she put them on ice, I don't know. I wasn't there. Brian Henschen lending his support to Iggy. Wow, what a moment, Doug. Reaching across the aisle. Seems like it. Oh, my God. 
These losers are actually texting poor Esto about this dumb stuff. Get a life, you losers! Yeah. Holy yes! Huh. Freaking weirdos! I'm hmm. Team Iggy on this one. Brian Henson okay. from the Colts camp. He was screaming. Yeah, well, I don't why? know the guy's name who reached out to Sarah because, uh, unlike all of you, you know our names, but you wusses just... Use fake names, but then if we bring up a government name, you go ballistic. Oh, you talked my name on the radio. How dare you? Uh. Where's my privacy? So whoever you are, just to reach out to Sarah, who you don't know, and bother her to ask a question about some stupid-ass topic. Right. I mean, you're a dick. Oh, that was a hot take. Oh, where's the oven mitt? Well, you only got one? Well, I'm going to put the left hand on right now. Then we'll get to the Zach Thompson thing. Well, hopefully that settles it. Sarah said it wasn't on ice, and that's fine. And the big story, the gist of it, the big story that these people are worried about is that you asked someone to bring home some hamburgers for you, and they did that, and you ate them. Yes, and somehow I'm I'm lying, even though the burgers are sitting right there. How were the burgers? Were they pretty good? I thought they were great. I remember it was 10 years ago. I didn't get sick, so... Uh, KG in O-Town says, in fairness to the other guy, he seemed like he knew Sarah Estepare and didn't reach out to a stranger. So you know that for a fact? Don't you, don't <laughs> okay. you have work? The only guy I know that thinks he works here, but then he texts in the show more than anybody. Oh. Well, what would you call him? He had harsh words for the last fella. I, he's not worth giving a response to. No. Oh. Uh, KG in O-Town also says regarding Joshy Tuna's accusations that he was breathing... Jackson is correct. I turned the mic on and off. I promise you I'm not throwing shade, but I could hear it in my audio in the back studio on Friday. Yeah, good for you. Now maybe you can hear it again this Thursday and Friday and then another month when you come in next. <laughs> Doug. That was a shot of his part-time status. We need to call team meeting. <laughs> Closed-door meeting. No, there's no... You don't need a meeting at all. Just tell him to keep his mouth shut and we're fine. Oh. These fats are idiots. I'm Team Iggy. Great. Grandpa Whistlesnoot's rattled, B. That's from Hedonism Chuck. Tim, please go off on these losers trying to fact-check Iggy. FFS, get a life, you sad, fat, miserable poors. That's from Sweet Sweet Kai. They're all poor. (laughs) Jackson without... He liked it. (laughs) Thank you, Jackson. These these Ledoux guys, they laugh at people without... Uh, Doug's just... Doug, you're funny. (laughs) <laughs> You're a funny guy. No, I know it's Ray Liotta and Joe Pesci. You're a funny guy. <laughs> what do I amuse you? Am I some sort of clown? <laughs> we got a little pow pow fish in the studio. That's from Big Tuft. Not a pow pow. Wait, who brought up Sarah's name on the show? Who told the story on the air? That's from the Reluctant Cuck. What's your point? Uh, reluctant Cuck, 636 Just because I brought up her name, that means you can just reach out to her and, hey, I don't know you, but uh, can you say if the story's true? Why would it bother people so much that you had a hamburger <laughs> delivered to you? I, I don't get I don't even get how this is still going on. <laughs> Can we bring back burgers from Vegas? Out of all of Ooh. that, out of all of that, the lie is that, you said it was on ice. It wasn't. She said it wasn't on ice. You said it was. Hot lie. <laughs> Uh, KG and O-Town sent in the Timmy Recap screenshot, uh, and this is the post. Popped in the ear pods to TMA all day while doing honeydews, and damn it if... Didn't you read this, Jackson? You know, this is not the post that was referenced. This is from July 30th. This was not oh, the okay. post. Oh, okay. Yeah, way to go. Bring something up. To <laughs> this is about... Two weeks ago. Let's <laughs> rehash that. 
Plowsy leaving cigarette butts on the golf course. Oh, did you leave cigarette butts on the course? I didn't care about that topic. Cares. <laughs> oh. Well, KG found it, so we might as well read it. Hey, two weeks ago. <laughs> it's getting contentious. KG, you know, John just sent a screenshot of a calendar, and he circled January 1st, Doug. I see that. That's the first day of the year. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I think of whenever someone says January 1st. I think, well, it's the first day. My parents' anniversary. No, that right. They got married on New Year's Day. Yep, in uh, in Las Vegas. Wow. Yep. Well done. Huh. Iggy and KG, I hate when full-time employees argue. That's from the angel the morning after. I get along with every full-time employee here. <laughs> How about the part-timers? Don't really pay attention to them. Oh, you look down on them. No, unless they're street team people. Love all of our street team people. Yeah. So not all the part-timers. Yeah, well, maybe you can get a job to setting up remotes or something. <laughs> um, hi. So when Tim yelled my text, I made a little mess in my pants. No. Doug, is that weird? Because I think Hinchin? it's kind of hot. Yeah, no. that is Brian Hinchin, Gosh, actually. Hinchin. Get to work. The newspaper industry is struggling. Write a column. What do you think his, his editor thinks to see tension <laughs> furious at work at his computer? Well, boy, he must be really typing out some nice... Nice prose today. And it's all this nonsense. Well, he's not at work doing it. This is the classic, oh, you guys are losers for making this such a big deal after making said thing a huge deal last week, Mr. Licks. A hamburger was a huge deal? No, it wasn't. I told a story, and they turned it into a novel. Yeah. Like a mystery novel. You know, Lex, you are really to the point. Oh, here where, we go. Okay, let me get the you, other oven mitt on. You really I can just, hear it in your voice. It's coming. Just right. embarrassing yourself. Do you think any of us care on a Sunday night when you send in nine paragraphs about live? <laughs> hey, I played Muirfield. Thanks, Tim. I'm compressing the ball because you told me to, Tim. <laughs> oh. I got I to thank Tim. So you got to so well. <laughs> well, that was last week. Oh. Thanks, Tim. I got to thank Tim because I compressed the ball. Thanks, Barb and Jack. But he played Mirfield last week, so therefore the email would have had to come after the fact. Well, my email stopped working yesterday when I got an email from Licks and I couldn't open it up. So he sent in the Mirfield thing at the end of last week. Doug, he said he thanked mm -hmm. Barbara and Jack for their hospitality. Yeah. And you know how, how, just how embarrassing you are when you send those things are? You think that you're cool, but we all sit there and make fun of you. At least I do. Yeah. I simply don't read them. I actually don't. I had a guy this week, and it was multiple, but you guys didn't see it because it was just sent specifically to me to acknowledge that I am in love with KG and O-Town, and we're dating, and I'm leaving my wife. What now? God. And that's true? <laughs> I think I got a message from a similar gentleman. Oh, maybe you're in on it, too. Yeah. Let's go, boy. Yeah. It's like, ah, it's Friday afternoon. Maybe I won't read this. <laughs> That seems like it should have been the lead to today's show. You're dating KG and O-Town? Uh, a gentleman sent in multiple emails about it. was oh. very adamant. And now that I've acknowledged it, I'm sure all I've done is activate the crazy, but whatever. Yeah. It's, you know, this point. When is it okay to kiss a guy? <laughs> it isn't. Uh, Buck has just contacted my phone again. In Iggy's original story on Thursday, Iggy said he asked Sarah to pick him up burgers and he'd pick her up from the airport. Everyone was horrified that Iggy ate five-hour-old burgers, at which point he made the story about the ice. 
which has now been exposed as a lie. Oh. You guys did spend the bulk of Thursday's show on this, so that's why this guy reached out to his friend, Sarah. It's from Buck Swope. We spent the majority of the show on it because everybody was texting in and trying to out me for lying and sending in pictures, and you are a big part of that. And how is it a lie if I asked her to put it on ice and I wasn't on the plane? So how am I lying? I don't know if it was on ice or not. I told her, just put it on ice, it'll be fine. That was the gist of it. That was the story. And then people like you, Swope, that think you're a big part of this show. Oh, they haven't talked about me in a couple. i got to do some investigating. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. You are an, you're another embarrassment. Oh, mm. dog. He's got nothing else to do but just sit there and dig and dig and dig and dig and ha, not on ice. Got him. Now, if you do such great investigating, do you think maybe you're wrong? Kind of like Svetis and Rokas. Oh. And uh, I, I see where you were divorced. No, I wasn't divorced. You work with Svetis Svet and Rokas. No, I didn't. Do <laughs> you ever think maybe you're wrong on some of these? Mm. You just blistered him. Yeah. I'm going to go digging on you. I guarantee I can find out that you had nothing to do with keeping Tower T alive. Wow. Oh, those are fighting that words. Is, those are fighting words. That's serious right there. Well, it is. I could. I don't care. He spoke at the, uh, the well, hearing. so what? A lot of people spoke. I think you should save it. It's a landmark. I got it done. Sounds like you've had it with Buck Swope. You want to talk Tower T? I have pretty much. Have you? I mean, you're not as important as you think you are. Well, if I was hungry and somebody brought me a sack of hamburgers that were five hours old, and I was hungry enough, I would eat those hamburgers still. Put them in a microwave, but I would still eat them. Oh, maybe I lied about that, too. Maybe I threw them away. Well, you said you ate them. I did eat them. Okay. And I thought they were nice. If they, they were nice, too. If they weren't, so what? I ate them anyway ten years ago. Ah. And these were In-N-Out burgers, right? Is that where it was from? I had her bring me back an empty bag just so I can put it on my desk and say, look, I got an In-N-Out Burgers. Mm. Uh, Buck Swope has texted my phone and says, ask Iggy if he really picked her up from the airport or if she brought it to his office at 1380, the woman, the next day. I said I would pick you up at the airport. I didn't need to pick her up at the airport. Uh, Buck Swope says uh, he is wrong 6 to 15% of the time. Numbers aren't bad. That's a good conversion rate. Eighty-five percent of the time, you yeah. should be right. Minimum. Why don't you go to work? Why okay. don't you come home from work? You play with your kids. You go. take your wife out to dinner. Yeah. Just take a week off of the show. Ah. Uh. Hmm. Here is a humble brag. I have Tim's phone number two, but I choose not to use it to send him pointless messages during the show. Makes me feel a little bit better about myself. Thanks, boys. That's from Andy in St. Peter's. Yeah. Andy. See. You can text in the show like everybody else, but uh, number, I don't. I'm going to text maybe. Tim. I'm not going to text the show. I'm going to race straight to Tim. Strode's downfall continues. KG's a coming. 1-1-24. One, one, oh, That's from Los Lonely Boys. Come on, Los Lonely. Doug, we're adding to the staff. Yes. We're not subtracting no. anybody. What kind of idiot thinks a flight attendant would ice a greasy In-N-Out burger, Mr. Lim? <laughs> oh, that one got him. Hands to the face, full crestfallen. Mm-hmm. Of all the topics for us to get bogged down on, it's whether you had a hamburger on ice or not. Doug and I were fully prepared to do three hours on Zach Thompson's start. I was. I had the stats right here. I was going to do a little fun thing 
about the Pac-12, mm-hmm. and then I was going to head down the hallway and get my ass ripped for an hour, and that right. was that was essentially what the day was. And then now, now this, now we've got two different things: Timmy recaps post and this gentleman's post <laughs> about the burgers. And Maybe I'll spend apart. the day getting the names of all these people. Then I'm just going to go digging on you. Well, I'm going to yeah, call I'm... your bosses. I'm going to go to your job and watch you work and take notes yeah. and talk to your fellow employees and. Talk to your wife. Talk to your girlfriends. Talk Still, to all these people. Get dirt on all you people yeah. and just start posting stuff about you. Oh. I'm sure none of you would like it. No. Are you going to post it on the fan page? No, I'll have to get names from somebody else. Somebody go on the fan page and give me names. They have government names? That's what you're looking for? Yeah, but for? we can't say that here because then they get upset if we give their names. Oh, just create yeah. your own Facebook page called Government Names. I like that, that idea. Yeah. Oh, it's Doc Central. Huh. Well, I have a feeling you won't order any hamburgers from Vegas again, right? It's you're not going to put in an order with Jackson or KJ Noto? Uh, no. <laughs> you sure? No. I'm leaving at like seven in the morning on yeah. Saturday, so it's kind of those burgers are gonna be old. Oh yeah. So when do you fly? Wednesday next week? Yeah, Wednesday the twenty third. So two weeks. What time's your flight, baby? Leaving, I'm not positive on. I or leaving for Vegas. I know leaving Vegas proper to non-stop? St. Louis. Yeah, nonstop. Nice. Leaving St. Louis proper to who St. Louis will be early on Saturday morning because I gotta get to my cousin's wedding. Um, but the way out there, I would assume early. I can look at my text from Jesse. Uh, looks like we are leaving, uh, St. Louis on Wednesday at, oh boy, not get much info here. Well, what are you leaving? Yeah, Doug, why is this so cryptic? 6.10 a.m. Oh. On Wednesday? Yeah. Yep. So arrive oh, in Vegas wow. at 7.30. We got, we got three, uh, Jacksonless KGNO town days. So Swope, get to the airport, and if that flight leaves at six twelve, make sure you call everybody liars and text Tim about it. Yeah. Make sure you find out what time that flight leaves, and if it doesn't leave at six ten, make sure you let everybody know that they're liars and spend a week doing it. Mm. I really thrive at the airport. You do? Mm-hmm. That's your happy place. Yeah, I'm very much in control. Really? Yeah. How early do you get wow. there? Wow, that's interesting. I I find it to be a stressful setup. Once I'm through security, assuming that I have some time to get to the gate. But it's a, I mean, you know the program, Jackson. Well, I guess you don't know the program, but I'm usually traveling with, you know, a five-year-old and a one-year-old. So anybody who has done that knows that that isn't necessarily a yeah, that serenity, would, Doug. Yeah, no. that would change my opinion. But I like to get there as early as possible so I can really, like when I'm past security is when I thrive. Now, what would you do but sit there? Oh, I'm in control of my bag. I got some coffee going, a little neck pillow action. Neck pillow guy. Get huh. the book out, download some pods. I'm really in all my glory. Really? Yeah, I really love the airport. Now, this flight that leaves at 6.10, how soon will you get there? The airport opens at like 4 a.m., so I'll probably get there around 4.30. Oh, so you're up at 3.30 or 3? Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm right up. Spring out. Love it. Huh. I know I'm odd about it, but uh, I do. I truly do love it. It's just going through security that bugs me. Yeah. Because you, you take it, do I have to take off my belt? Yes. Do I have mm. to take off my shoes? Yes. Phone? I don't know. Where do I put the phone? I don't know. Are you, is that a coat? Take that off. You get to Vegas about 7.30. Yep. 7:30 hey, you can go on ball striking. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, too. Is I, I like, I've traveled out to the West Coast a handful of times, and it's like time traveling because you're only an hour 
you know, only an hour has taken place, even though multiple hours have. Big fan. Good show. How about that? Look Get you out in the desert. I haven't done much deserting, though, so. No. So what is this, two weeks from Wednesday or a week from Wednesday? Two weeks from Wednesday. Two weeks from Wednesday. Is that a new report? Is that an old report? It's, yeah, a, it's new a new report. report. Uh, two weeks from Wednesday, KJ Town and I will be heading out to the Oasis in the desert. Good for you, boys. Yeah, it'll be fun. You bring in your, th- your thong or something? Mm. I don't own a thong. I have pretty short uh, swim trunks that I'll be wearing. Uh, ooh, Speedo? Bill. No, no, but it's like a five-inch inseam on the uh, shorts. Five-inch inseam. That doesn't yeah. seem like a lot of inseam. No, it doesn't. Yeah, you can a rogue ball can slip out on a oh! when you're in a certain position. <laughs> Why so position. scandalous? Like the old NBA players, yeah, ball, ball right. huggers. Yeah. So uh, that's what you're bringing out there. Is, is ball huggers? A f- yeah, a five-inch inseam swimsuit. That's what. That's just what I wear. Gotta get those quads out, baby. Oh, yeah, that's what I rock. My golf shorts are only seven inches. Oh, gosh, <laughs> those are boy shorts. They are. Yeah. Well, I'm a I'm a boy. Clip that off. <laughs> uh, Doug, guess what I have going on this afternoon? You would never guess. Tom um, from uh, Clubhouse Turf's coming by. Is he really? Now, oh, that's not gosh. to say that I'm going to get the putting green in the chipping area in the backyard. Yeah. But I'm at least going to hear him out, huh? Sure. I'll at least hear him out. That's exciting. I'm at least going to hear him out. That'd be a great addition to any backyard. I am at least going to hear him out. We'll see what we got here. Uh, we have some natural undulation back there, and uh, that maybe take would take the sting off of October through April uh, if I could just walk out there anytime and convince myself that uh, it's warm outside uh, because I got a golf club in my hand. It's Clubhouse Turf, and you can go to clubhouseturf.com. Uh, John Rahm, Max Homa, Gary Woodland have all installed Celebrity Greens in their backyards, and Clubhouse Turf is St. Louis's exclusive partner of Celebrity Greens. That's Golf Digest Best in Golf. And you can start improving your game today. I'm telling you, I track my stats because I'm insane. And any time I have a round that is uh, low for me, uh, the ball is rolling into the hole, and I am getting up and down. And that is where you shave your strokes. It's Clubhouse Turf. Check it out at clubhouseturf.com and let them know you are a TMA listener. You can also call 314-834-2339, Clubhouse Turf. Doug, do you know about Ryan Kelly? Because I got him as our title sponsor. He's the home loan expert. I know that much. And right now he's getting ready for his ninth annual climb for the kids. He's going up the Grand Canyon. He's going down the Grand Canyon. Ah, yes, he's... He's doing this for friends of kids with cancer. So if you'd like to support Ryan Kelly, you can go to his website at thehomeloanexpert.com and help him with that. Or if you're just needing his help in buying a home, the homes are selling quickly. It's a tough market out there with rates high and inventory low, but Ryan Kelly and his staff can get you through it. If you're thinking of buying a home, the process not as complicated as you think with the Home Loan Expert. They make the pre-approval process very easy. Get pre-approved today, the day you call in. And they'll also provide a lower rate with a 10-day closing guarantee. Their customer first approach to mortgages is what separates them from the competition. They will walk you through all your options and provide expert guidance at every step, ensuring that your loan closes as quickly and smoothly as possible. And, of course, if you just like a refi, maybe pay off those high-interest credit card rates, they do that big time. They've done that twice for me. He can help you with that, too. He is at thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, sir, mortgage. There it is. Ryan Kelly, title sponsor of this program online at thehomeloanexpert.com. I had some delicious barbecue this weekend, and, of course, I had Andrea's. Andrea's barbecue sauce, Andrea's steak sauce, and Andrea's steakhouse, all wonderful sponsors under one roof 
of TMA. You can get that barbecue sauce at Schnooks or Deerberg's or go online at andreas.com. I got a dozen. Doug, do you say that's a dozen, cousin? I, Jack that, Buck used to say that, that a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's a dozen, cousin. That's mm-hmm. what I do, and I love it because when I run out, I don't oh God, I'm going to... I just go. We've got more in the pantry. The pantry. Okay. So that's what I do. Andrea's uh, Steakhouse, steak sauce when I'm barbecuing burgers and steaks, and, of course, Andrea's barbecue sauce. I think I'm at this point now having it damn near every day. Andrea's.com is where you can get it. Or Schnooks and Deerberg's. And if you are looking for some delicious barbecue, what about Heavy Smoke at I-70 and the Cave Springs exit? That's Chris Schaefer of Heavy Smoke Barbecue and his delicious barbecue. I mean, the man is a three-time world championship barbecue winner. He competes almost uh, every weekend around the country in the biggest barbecue competitions. Heavy Smoke is right off I-70 in St. Peter's at Cave Springs. Exit on the outer road. His meat is the most succulent, slow-cooked, perfect part of your mouth has ever experienced. Homemade sides, this man's a barbecue genius. That's why he's a three-time world champion. Uh, And he handles catering as well. Heavy Smoke bbq.com that's heavy smoke bbq.com i don't know if Gee and kevin roth played this weekend doug do you know no you were, you were gonna walk the course i wasn't gonna go in any of it no i wasn't gonna listen to it watch it oh cover okay. it nothing uh well it's the Michelob ultra fan page club championship and the winner uh gets a very dangerous dogtown tie i kind of if you're interested i'll bet a brick I'll take Dogtown tie. You get Kevin Roth or Gee. No. I'll take Gee. Ten thousands in. Book it. Okay. Jackson, can we book that through you and you just take uh, you what your beak with ten percent? Yeah. Yep. Just give it to me. I'll hold it in that. So scroll. Jackson's gonna get ten percent, so one of us is gonna win nine thousand. Okay. And his beak gets wet either way? Yeah, well I'm sounds handling like, handling the bread. Handling oh, it sounds like Jim Hayes Enterprises type <laughs> of deal. <laughs> that was a sixty seven percent standard was, boilerplate that contract. Was the industry standard. Yeah. Uh, Tom Schmidt uh, texted me, and he said, this is for the air. Uh, Doug, you know Tom. He says, oh, hey. Sure, yeah, I know Tom. Uh, he's got that brisket. And he asks this question for Carnegie Road. I am genuinely curious. Isn't working 15 hours per week the definition of part-time? It seems like an odd distinction for Iggy to get worked up about. Thank you. And I said, is this for the air? And he said, yes, certainly. Iggy's got the mic pointed magnetic north. It's it's straight up in the air. And he doesn't seem interested in responding to the question. Now the mic is coming down. Now he's ready. Tommy, my contract says full-time employee, so I'm a full-time employee. Mic straight back up in the air. It was not a mic drop. It was a mic raise. It was the rare mic raise. Uh, Tom, if you have a follow-up, 636-9004-TMA. Uh, uh, we have a hotbed of activity in that email thing. Uh, where I get accused of being uh, in bed with KG and O-Town. Yeah, when did this start? <laughs> what a stra- Did you get that as well, Jackson? Uh, I got something from what I assume is the same guy. Uh, just you know based- what? Believe it or not, it was a burner email address. Right, as as was this one. Um, but no, it was more critical of us than golf talk or something. I don't know. Oh, wow, so this guy was just upset. Uh, yeah, I, it was nonsense. I was reading it on the golf course, and I was like, okay. Yeah, just, about halfway through, I was like, yeah, that's that'll do, that'll right, do it. Right, right, right. Uh, let's see. Um, this is regarding videos at the pool when you and KG are at Circa. Sure, sure. You pay for your apartment. So is that a public place, LMAO? I don't believe you can video record with sound without consent. 
Also, I would appreciate being asked before pool pics were taken or posted of me. That's from the Buckeye Girl. Now, the Buckeye Girl is different than the girl who engaged in the gangbang. Am I yes. correct? Yes, you are correct. Mm. But, I mean, I watch TikTok videos every single day of people dancing in the streets. Right. And all those people who walk by weren't asked about consent of anything. No. I mean, if the pool well, itself... Well, yeah, I think they were. What? No, they weren't. The people, like, walking on, like, the promenade in... in L.A. or asked. Well, I bring this up only because it's the same thing, and I talk about him all the time. But Gilstrap, the guy that does farts. <laughs> he does what? He does it out in public. He walks by and farts, and people start laughing. And he, after he's done, he gets consent from all those people in the video. Do you mind if I do this? If they say, I don't want to be in there, he doesn't post it. Right. So he's out in public. He's walking in a park, but he asks those people who are in his video. That may just be to be uh, polite. Because he probably doesn't need it. Otherwise, how would local news ever get any material if they had to have everyone's permission every time they shot a video? Well, you're on a sidewalk. It's a public place. There's a little difference between walking on the sidewalk and down the street and being at a pool from a hotel that you paid to stay in. I don't know that there is. I don't care. I mean, you can. I hope you take a bunch of videos at the pool, and they're fun. But I'm just saying that Mm -hmm. a pool is different than walking down the sidewalk on Delmar. You're on a public sidewalk. You're at a pool that just is in terms of private property. Just in terms of decency, it's different. But if it's different legally, I'm not so sure. I think if you're in public, you can have your video taken. Again, what is public? That's what we need to define. If Circa has a rule of the pool, any pool I go to has a rule saying, hey, we don't want you taking video of people or yourself with people in the background, then simple as that. If they don't, then I'll give it a shot. And yeah. If they say, hey, we don't want that, take it down. No problem. So once you're outside of the room, you're fair game? Is that what you're saying? Is that what I'm saying? I would think so, yeah. I would think so, yeah. So once you step outside your door of your hotel room, you're fair game? I would think so, yeah. To be videoed, yeah. I don't think so, but okay. (laughs) Well, so how would local news ever get any video if they had to have everyone's permission every time they shot video? Where are they doing their videos? All over the place. Outside? On a public sidewalk? Sure. All right, that's public. It's not a hotel. No, I didn't say they could go in someone's hotel room. That'd be wild. Here we are at a pool today, girls. I would have gotten video of Andy Dick with producer Joe. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, bring, a, all right, Laura Hediger. I don't even know if she still works there. Yes. All right, let's walk to a Four Seasons pool. Hey, guys, we're at a pool today. Everybody having fun. Three girls in a thong. Another guy making out with another guy. Mm. What? Another guy making out with a girl who's not mm. his wife. Hey, guys, having fun. You think that's okay? She can I, do that? I don't think it's ethical, but I think it's probably. She can do it and not I get think, in trouble? I think legally you probably could, sure. No, I don't think she could. She'd be sued. Your Based on what? Channel 4 would be sued. Based on what? For invasion of privacy. It's not an invasion of privacy if you're out in public. If you're at a hotel pool, you're in public. We have a number of Brian Cave attorneys on hold, so uh, let's go to the phones. Doug, can we see them? Okay. No, I don't see any. Okay. Oh, I didn't even know we had a phone. Uh, Steve Estepare, father of Sarah Estepare, has DM'd me on Facebook, Doug, regarding in and out gate. Oh, brother. We and, can't get past it. And he says, Iggy... Did not lie. She requested that they put the burgers on ice. She had no control once they were handed over. Swope is a loser and an embarrassment. Please tell him that. Iggy did not lie. That's from Steve Estepare, and that's the father or brother of Sarah? Father. There you go, Doug. Okay. Yeah, but somebody DM'd Sarah. Hi, Sarah. You don't know me, but I got a question about TMA and Iggy. Now, in fairness, I believe the gentleman is friends with Sarah, is, is what I'm being told. You're being told that, yeah, through okay. somebody else. Doug, is he friends okay. with Sarah? I don't know or care in the least. But it 
Seems like Iggy's been exonerated. It's a huge moment. Well, there'll be f- some more posts on the fan page about it. We'll talk about it tomorrow, so. Swope. I called Southwest. I talked to the <laughs> stewardess who was there. I talked to the flight attendant on that flight. I found out what flight she was on, and she said she never put it on ice. Iggy's a liar. Oh. Daddy, can't we play? No, I'm busy doing some research on Iggy. Go outside and play. Mm. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds like Ned Reynolds a little bit. <laughs> Very Swope similar. Does. Very similar to Reynolds. This is like listening to final deliberations of Supreme Court justices because of the average age of those debating. Thanks. That's from Danny Tanner. Uh, Stephen Wildwood says that's a bold move going after Buck Swope. Why? His friend of yours? Uh, Steve, call in or leave a mic mm. drop. 636900. So important to the show. We make or quick. Huh. Never happened because he likes the attention too much. So basically it's down to whether the burgers got put on ice or not. No other part of the story is being questioned. It's just the ice part. Is that correct? Yes, Doug. And I stopped watching, listening. Oh. Uh, key place Wednesday. You're changing the subject now. <laughs> well, the question was asked and I answered it. I just got a text that he plays Wednesday. Okay. So it's basically down, was there ice involved, was there not ice involved? That's the whole debate here, is whether the flight attendant actually put the burgers on ice or not. Well, it started with Swope. You can clearly look at the bag and See, tell it wasn't on ice. <laughs> Just by looking at the bag, it would have disintegrated in ice. You can tell. Look, at there's no, no any kind of water condensation on that bag. He lies. Hey, it's really quite embarrassing. It really is that you people go to this length. Embarrassing for him? He should be embarrassed. Yeah. Uh, Buck Swope, are you embarrassed? 636-9004 TMA. No. Stephen Wildwood, would you like to comment? 636-9004 TMA. Uh, a friend of mine who is an attorney has texted me regarding Jackson shooting videos of unsuspecting people at the Circa Pool. The legal standard is whether or not the person in the photo has a reasonable expectation of privacy, so it is somewhat subjective. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to be taking videos of just random pool goers and like it would be a video of me and they would just be in the background. But I don't know. I don't know. I haven't planned all this out. If you're in a pool in Las Vegas with hundreds of other people, would you have a reasonable expectation of privacy in that? I, I that personally I would, would say not. No. I would I say would no. Not. I would not have an expectation. Why of do they have cabanas there? People want, get out of the sun, sit wants, down. You want some privacy away from everybody else. I do it to post on my Instagram stories to try to come off as wealthy. There's, there's not usually people <laughs> running around taking video of people at pool just out of basic common courtesy. Again, it's I not illegal. Again, reason. I don't care. What oh, you don't done. care. Okay. I'm just trying to protect Jackson. Thank you. Stephen Wildwood has just issued a statement. I could give a crap about the burgers. However, from personal experience, I wouldn't call Iggy a liar, but his stories change over time. No. So whatever that is, Steve Wildwood. Gosh. I'll give an example. Uh, Steve, would you like to call in? Or yeah, you can just, just leave it in your making mic assumptions, drop. and we're supposed to guess which stories change. Just give me, give me an example. Kenny is right. Buck's a cuck. Babe oh. Truth. <laughs> Guys, I'm with Iggy on this one. That's from Sniffing Holes. Sniffing Holes, yeah. But at least Buck yeah. saved Tower T? I agree with that. Yeah. Well, if I had any inkling that if I really cared, I would go dig up and find out he really did, probably did nothing. But There's video of him. Speaking of a thing. Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> so did another another 50 people. Save our Tower T. We love it. Okay. You saved it. Oh, brother. That's the extent of it. You can speak. 
a lot of people spoke at that Rams thing that they thought was actually a real thing. <laughs> Didn't Big Al speak? Some people cried and Big they Al spoke at speak. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, Sarah's dad is saying she told him she requested the burgers go on ice, but Sarah herself <laughs> is telling that guy on the fan page she did not. So which one is it? <laughs> and, Doug, it's not just about the ice. It's the lie about picking Sarah up from the airport. Hey, Ken, here's an example of your story change in this burger story. You said you picked her up from the airport. You did not. Case closed. No further questions. Big Tuft has worked up. Gosh. I'm pretty sure I said that then if you want, I'll pick you up at the airport. We're talking about an incident from 10 years ago involving a couple of hamburgers. (laughs) Get over it, people. Who cares what happened? I didn't even remember her bringing him to work. It was 10 years ago. I just said it showed up on my memories on Facebook. Yeah. Didn't even remember it. I said, oh, yeah, she did bring me burgers back. Yeah. That's when I brought it up. That's it. Innocent enough. I don't even know how long she was gone. I don't know who she went with. Well, why are you lying about all of it then? No, no, you're not. Keep you guys want anything from Vegas while I'm out there? Burgers? <laughs> Burgers. Could you bring back some sushi from Kabuto? Yeah, that's going to be it's gonna be a doozy. Um, Just walk in with a handful of food and tell the flight <laughs> attendant, put it on us. <laughs> so I'll walk in with raw fish, cheeseburgers, <laughs> Fahawk, you want anything? Shrimp cocktail or something? No, I'm good, I'm good. Right. You know where we went this week, Plowhawk, as a sushi guy? Anna Marie and I were talking about you and Madison when we were sitting there dining. Not your place. I'm going to say I don't <laughs> see you guys heading out Imperial Way. Uh, I had been told by multiple people a place uh, called Indo uh, in, off Tower Grove. Okay. Uh, um, is the bee's knees and some of the best sushi in St. Louis. And, uh, and Doug, it certainly was phenomenal. Oh, so was if you it? are a sushi fan and Ooh, find that great reviews, the too. choices in St. Louis lacking relative to other... Areas, uh, I N D O. What did you have? Uh, it's really more sashimi than sushi, but uh, the sashimi is outstanding. They had a couple of hand rolls, gyoza. I don't know what any oh, of that man, is. Yeah, I'm looking at the menu. Gyoza is like a like a dumpling, right? And then they had like these uh, ribs. Had a nice yeah, little feast. I'm looking at the. Oh man, ribs doesn't seem like sushi to me. I've had sushi in a minute. Just got back. Maybe we'll. <laughs> Wine and dine this yeah, week. Yeah, I recommend it. It was outstanding. Great okay. service, the whole thing. And then I went to the Muni, Doug. It was just a oh. night that you would never have pictured me, including no. my wife didn't expect me yeah. to do it. You're growing up, what? aren't you? I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. But I went to the Foundry for the first time. How'd that treat you? You play golf? I did play the miniature yes! golf. Yes! It's fun. It's an electronic setup where there's a sensor in your ball. And, and you enjoyed track. it. Oh, nice. Yeah, and there's a cut. There's couple of holes where you have to answer trivia questions and based on your answer you hit it this way or that way and it's you know it's true or false and yeah the whole thing is very very well set up and interesting you know it was packed friday afternoon pony how was that ass what no it was packed with families and oh. little kids and you also have a 30 dollar milkshake i did not no. uh colorado not a fan of Indo, I guess. Can we please talk about the Lynn Worthy story on Wilson Contreras settling in? Subject change, please. The Lynn Wilson Contreras has settled in. He's feeling better now? And we're just now hearing about it? He's hitting better? They have to write, even though there isn't as much interest as there was, say, a week ago in the trade deadline. So the story is Wilson Contreras is settling in. Doug, thoughts? That's good. I hope he settles in next year because it's a little late this year. 
But anytime he settles in, it'd be better than never settling in. I'm looking on Twitter, and fans are saying, "Man, we're nine and twenty-three in one-run games. Chalk it up, and just a bad luck season." Do you watch this team and go, "Man, <laughs> oh. it's just naturally just bad luck." Yeah, the team clearly well, constructed I think the umpires right. Have killed us. The umpires. You need two or three of these seasons in a row to like have fans actually like grasp what actually is happening. They're gonna be bad next year too. Well, why do you say that? Because um, I've seen the front office at work. Oh. You're going to think they're going to add three starters to the rotation? No. Well, as uh, I said yesterday, it's not as hard as you might think to add three starters. I called her and said she wanted to change the subject in the burger story. Oh. She's thrilled to talk foundry with you. Okay. Uh, call in, call her Ellen. It's foundry. Yeah, it was interesting. 636-9004 TMA. You like the foundry. That's the bottom line. I like Endo and the Muni. Rent. Watch this. 525,600 minutes. Oh, that's the song you heard there? Yeah, I think that's the signature song of okay. that uh, musical. Right. Boy, it's long, too. How long was this? I guess it started. All, everything starts at 8.15. I guess we got out of there around 11. 8.15 is late. But they do that so, you know, it's Cools down cooler and the sun set yeah. and so on and so forth. Yeah, the Muni's always fun. Meet me at the Muni. Yeah, that's a good time. If you have good seats. If you're way up high and you can't see much, it's a whole different experience. Oh, it's oh if it's 100. Oh, no, the weather is perfect. Yeah, I can say like that in the summer. Indo, good recommendation. Uh, both the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves had recommended it to me. Tim Burkhart, Milagro Tequila had recommended it to me. I feel like a bunch of people have texted in anytime Plowhawk talks sushi. People talk about Endo, and I said, uh, Anna Marie recommended a restaurant. I said, I'm open to that. Oh, really? I'm open to that, yeah. but I know you love sushi, and when we're in St. Louis, we really don't have it as much, so this place is supposed to be the bee's knees. Great patio setup. Oh, was it? Yeah, a bunch of, and it's covered. It was really, so for those of you who enjoy sushi, sashimi, Endo. I like it. I'm just unsure exactly what to order. You do like sushi? Yeah. Yeah. This one, like I said, the sushi is more hand rolls, different than like you're probably thinking of sushi, but uh, it's just great flavor. I mean, it was outstanding. I think that the, the gentleman who is the uh, the owner has had success with multiple other restaurants in St. Louis, and, and I think may still own some other restaurants in St. Louis. So it's critically acclaimed. And just as a you know, just as a kid from Tam Avenue, yeah, you know, kid, just, just a regular guy, just like all of us. Thank you. Yeah. Humble beginnings. I, thank you, thank you yeah. for saying it. Uh, I can now, uh, I can, I can confirm. You grew up in a log cabin, didn't you? I did. A log like cabin that. in Springfield, Illinois. Yeah. I was a Kentucky, <laughs> and I wore a top hat. <laughs> right, and with your own hands, you grabbed a hatchet and cut many of those logs. That's correct. Uh, Doug, Muni theme song, please. Call Ellen. Just making requests. Meet me at the Muni. Ah. Where the Muni at Forest Park. This week on the fabulous Muni stage, Pirates of Penzance, you'll walk the plank. Meet me at the Muni. Where? The Muni at Forest Park. Yeah. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. They still have that song, don't they? It still pops up I believe now. so. Yeah. God, it was big there a few years back. The Meet Me I, at the Muni. Yeah, the song. Yeah, you heard it all the time. And loved it, of course. I sang along with it. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, Buck Swope has just sent me an audio clip to my phone. Oh, no, not, <laughs> not involving the burger, I hope. Here is audio of Iggy clearly indicating he had watched my Tower T testimony at City Council. Oh, jeez, uh, Christmas. I don't know if I... <clears throat> How could you miss it? You posted it about 3,000 times. Oh. Jackson, let me see if I can send this to you. Cool. Plowhawk, do you need it? Oh, we're going to listen to him talk at Tower T. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to hear it before we... That's at the, at the uh, City Plowhawk, Council, I'm, I think, right? sending it... County Council. What email? Uh, I'm just texting it to you. Okay. Got you, got you, got you. Was that a humble brag that I have the Plowhawks phone number? Yes. Wow, I'm so glad I have... I don't even have Tim saved. That's how cool <laughs> I am. Yeah. All right, I hope this works. It is sent with Swope sent I can say I can just send it to my email. And All right, well, the Plowhawk okay. is pulling that. I want to tell people about uh, Jeff Lopman. I think he's coming in studio. This guy's a gambler, and I like that. Really? Sports gambler? It's almost, it's almost gamble season. I mean, you can feel better about gambling when you're, like, not betting on the... Mariners and Angels or something. Uh, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N dot com. That's right, Jeff Lottman. And he's been doing it in St. Louis for 22 years. 22 years. And with the housing market as it is, uh, with supply so diminished, one of the keys is having a real estate agent who can point you in the right direction to a home that might not necessarily hit the market, but he has inside word that it's going to, and now you've got an advantage. And on top of that, in the seller situation, what a unique time with sellers being able to get just ridiculous things because there's not much supply, Doug. Uh, supply and demand is what right, they call it, right. and that's where Jeff Lottman comes into play. He can connect you with buyers and sellers all over the globe. He works with Compass Realty for the luxury experience, but luxury is not a price point. It's an experience, and that's what Jeff does. J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Jeff Lottman, Lottman Real Estate. Right. Uh, do we have the uh, audio, Plowhawk? Uh, just sent it to my email, okay. and uh, for some reason it's like... Nicola Bolter, no, no. Downloaded it to my computer. It's not going to work. There's no preview available, so I'm downloading it again. I just don't okay. really know All right. um, why it isn't flying. All right. Fair enough. While you're working on that, I'll tell people what's going on with their testosterone. It might be low. Maybe you didn't sleep well. I don't know. Boy, I didn't. You didn't really? No. Plowhog didn't. Why didn't you sleep well? I don't Little know. wizard's room? Yeah, That'll at about 11. Oh, no. I went about 11, and I don't think I got back to sleep until right before the alarm clock went off. You were thinking about the Zach Thompson segment? I was. I wanted to be prepared. I thought they took him out too early, and I was hopping mad, and I couldn't get over it. What about this Pac-12? The Pac-12 really bums me out. Oregon and the Big Ten? What kind of nonsense is that? Even Drinkwitch is upset about it. Everybody's kind of going, I guess this is kind of, I'm telling you my official prediction is I gave myself 10 years, but I think you can go much lower. College football will essentially be the NFL within five years. But I got 10 years on the official predictionary down there on uh, Balloon Party. Anyway, regarding uh, low testosterone, if you're dealing with low energy, low motivation, weight gain, muscle loss, you're tired all the time, you're feeling anxious, moody, irritable, impatient, uh, go to LowTEUSA.com. Mentality is a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel 
and perform at their very best. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restore the ability to perform normally at all levels. It's Mentality Low T USA.com. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today. It comes your way in about a half hour. Jackson and I will get our asses ripped for an hour. It's called Balloon Party, presented by Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota 101. ESPN. Plowhawk, or was this, would the audio thing's not working? I just cannot, like... Maybe I, he didn't give this speech. Dude, I'm in <gasps> my... I'm in it's my a bluff? Free. He like, has it air? Could be, it could be. He doesn't even have a pair? He's just got straight air? He was on a, uh, he was on a draw? We wow. can't play it? Dude, this is insane. Like, I don't know what happened when I was gone, but, like, none of, none of my apps, like, in terms of, like, music player or, like, Adobe, like, none of them are options to even open this audio file. I've downloaded it 15 times. But, no, I'll just, uh... You can forward me the email yep. file, and I can put it in the audio fun folder. And in Plowhawk's defense, because people will be like, ooh, Plowhawk doesn't know how to work technology. That is... Like, uh, an audio message via text is actually a real pain in the ass to put in Correct. the system. Always email stuff. In terms of, like, listeners. Well, the listeners should just avoid sending us audio, I guess. <laughs> I'm so in agreement with that. Yeah, yeah I'm going to forward it to you, Nigel. All right. Then we can get it in the audio fun folder. Uh, Buck Swope says, tell Jackson to check his uh, DMs. He sent it to you, too, just in case the first one didn't play. But Buck has my email. He can just always email me stuff. It's cool by me. Well, how long is this audio clip that he sent in? I'm sure it's how like long 10 ago seconds. was it? Was it eight years ago? <laughs> I sent it to Jay. And it's, I don't know. It's that, that long. Thank you. God, who cares? Uh, man. Sorry, Buck. I didn't ago. mean to. It was more recent than the hamburgers. All right. Now we're cooking with a little bit of gas. Are we? Uh, Larry Thornton has issued a prediction. My prediction is the Big Ten goes to 20 teams. They break up into two 10-team divisions, and the winners of the divisions play in the Rose Bowl. Larry Thornton. This is how it should have been so long ago. Well, that's kind of the way it was. It's all about money anyways. You might as well have four major conferences and get rid of all the stragglers. It's similar to the way it was. One division is the Pac-12, the other division is the Big Ten. Drinkwitz was right when he said, what what does this do to the other sports? Does anyone ever think about the the kids and, and the effect it has on them? The other sports travel is tough. It's not so much in football where you travel, what, six times a year? Charter, in your charter also. On a Friday, you get there, you play Saturday, you come right back home. No, no sweat. But what does it do to all the other sports? But, yeah, but like Drink said, if you wanted to take a vote, I bet the kids would vote for more travel. I mean, like, dude, like, they, they would. Like, no kid goes, man... I'm going to be a student athlete because I really want to hammer out that homework. No, but they don't. Like, get, I get the mental no, health thing. I but disagree. They don't get to travel and go sightseeing somewhere. They travel and they they're doing homework and they're in airplanes and they go to the hotel and the, there's a tight leash on them so they don't get in trouble and they go play their games. And it's back onto the airplane. If you're like a swimming or track and field, like the chances of you going pro and making money are slim to none. So you have to be able to. Be a yeah, legitimate but, student athlete. But can we honestly agree that no school really cares, has cared about any of those sports for the last 15 or 20 years? I mean, they're all secondary sports. I hate to say it, but like that's just well, are, how it's been well, looked at. It so doesn't in terms mean that of they like, need to be abused, that, that the other kids have to go through this. I would like to hear the kids' reaction before we just enter. We go, okay, yeah, they're being abused. But we can't just be a one-sport country where it's if you're not playing college football, we don't care about you. That's not fair. Is it all about the money? If you don't make money, we don't give a damn what you're doing? It's been like this for 20-plus years. Like, are we just now opening our eyes to this? Well, I don't, Even no, before the NIL, are you kidding me? It's I understand that football, that football drives it, but that doesn't mean that you have to disrespect everyone else. But without that football, like, I don't know if these other secondary sports understand, like, without the revenue that the football and backball and the tournaments and the bowl game produce, there are, like... 
you see other smaller universities just eliminating sports. So either you can travel and, you know, a little bit more travel for, you know, a, more exposure, but you're going to have be a little bit more tired, or you can just be canceled. Like, the, it's been about money, but that money, that athletic fund is like 95% football and basketball. So if the tennis team has an issue with it, they could get off scholarship, pay for their own college, and play intramural. No, don't like, put the me, onus on the kids. The school not, can pay them because the, the football team makes happen. a lot of money. I get it, but I'm saying, like, the kids shouldn't – if you're a swimming and you're – going across the country all the time, it's hard to keep up with schoolwork, and those kids need the college degree. So it's, I agree with what Doug was saying and what Drink was saying, is that those kids were not taken into account. Admiral Pegger doesn't agree. He says Drinkwitz is a visor-wearing chode who left right. App State high and dry after one season. He doesn't give an F about student-athletes. Get this mother effer out of here. That's from Admiral Pegger. I agree. I think not just Drink. I think all coaches should stop saying they care about, you know, this and that. Because, like, it is money-driven, and he has left the school a week before saying he loves it but there. Not. It happens all the time. I'm not saying it's a drink thing. I'm just saying, overall, coaches should probably stop saying what's ethical for student athletes. I mean, Dabo Sweeney is a great example of like shutting your mouth is like way better than opening it. So I think I think just sometimes coaches just are so oblivious to seven million dollar salaries and what they do and use kids and abuse kids and cut and release them and take away scholarship because a better player wanted to go. To, tell me the coaching care about the kids. Doubt it. So I, it's not just a drink thing, but. Yeah, no, stop. but just the, the fact that a coach left one school for another, that doesn't really affect the the, the athletes, the, the students so, that were there. They still get to play a different coach, but it doesn't materially affect their, their lifestyle. So do you think Drink would go from $6 million to 750000 if he thinks his student-athletes would have better mental health um, and went to a lesser conference, stayed closer to the travel area, do you think he would agree? No, he probably that? would not. Thank no. you. End of story. But, but end still, of, end, Doug, we're end ending it right there, it's dude. It's not the end of the story. They, all they care about you is money. Don't they don't to, care about the kids. You still don't have to disrespect the other kids. What about high school sports? Because they don't make any money, should we just stop playing? Disrespect the other kids. Let's not act like going to L.A. and you, playing UCLA and having tutors fly with you is... Any sort of challenge here, people. We well, have people paying. Yeah, people taking out loans. Yeah, people taking out loans, paying for their own school, working part time, still coming out with twenty grand in debt. But we have to worry about the full time student athletes' travel schedule. I get it, it's a mental health thing, but you can't possibly tell me that the coaches are voting against that to make less money. But for the but kids. that's what all of this is: is the student athletes. It's all talking about sports. So you can't just dismiss that. Oh, there's people who don't play sports. What about them? We're, we're talking about sports. All right, we got a few things we need to tend to before uh, Jackson and I get our asses ripped for an hour. Uh, do we have the audio that Buck Swope sent me, yes. then Jackson? Okay. Do you have that, Plowhawk? Opening it now. All right. I think James Carlton may be here. I know we have the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. And then Jackson and I are going to go break down the Thompson start if you want to do the debate down there. Sure, I'll come uh, Is it in the audio fun folder? Jackson, might be a lefty, you could start. Yeah. <laughs> First round draft pick. It might be a weird file that I might have to convert, Plowhawk. Uh, we well, got eight four innings. Can I, what if Buck Swope using, like Starlink? Looks or like a Weblock file. I, mean, I love Buck, but, like, dude, this has become really annoying. Yeah. I don't even want to hear the audio clip now. MP3 oh, files. No. I mean, at this so point, like, this We're all gotta, just so honored. I mean, this has got to be who killed JFK in order to make this worth oh. it. Oh. So... God, we've been ripped apart. Dude, technology, I'm telling you, has gone so downhill in 10 years. We try to just outdo each other. <laughs> Bailey Sports is a prime example of dumb yeah. people making big decision-making. Oh, like, Keep it so simple stupid. for us. 
God. Audio files used to be easy to click on. Now you got to have five passwords and eight apps in order to play one 30-second file about a guy saving a... Power T. three course. Yeah. Uh, I'm converting it to an MP3. Why must they, oh, everything be converted? No. It's an I don't know. I mean, it's a, I've never seen a Web I may not even file. play it. I mean, I, Webhawk? Web, Webhawk. You think he sent a virus to us? I don't know, but now I try to convert it. It won't let me convert it. This is the hardest audio. Oh, I'm I've never. Done. Yeah, I'm never. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Buck, if well, you we wanna... don't have to play it just because he sent it. <laughs> like, the only thing I would play is if he helicoptered it like a... <laughs> Like a disc floppy, drive, floppy like disc. a floppy disk, and I'd put it in. That's it. Buck, if you could send a floppy disk. Don't challenge disc. him. You'll just do an just MP3. that. An MP3 would be way easier. I don't know what this... Uh, the point that you're going through all of this to play something <laughs> that happened seven years ago that makes no sense and nobody cares... Yeah, we care about the mental health of the student athletes. What about our mental health? Trying to get this audio played. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Buck Swope says you don't have to play the clip. It was an MP3 <laughs> on the original file. Don't <laughs> tell us what we do and don't have to play. It looks Why'd you like, send it? No matter what file it came on. It looked like it at one point was an MP3, but then transitioned into a weblock file. I don't like any of that. <laughs> and unless you got somebody at the end of the video it. saying, uh, we thank Buck Swope, without him this wouldn't have happened. Unless that's in there, there's, why are you sending it? Yeah. I don't even know if even that is in there, it makes it worth it. Well, we tried. Buck. We tried. Well, then he proved my point that I said he had nothing to do with saving it. Oh, I got somebody said I saved it. That's fine. If it's not in there, then why are you sending oh, it? Oh, yes, why? Who cares? We don't. Oh, Glenn Betts Jewelers is in business in St. Louis since 1941, operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. Glenn Betts' difference is you are served personally, not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family as well. They get to know your likes, your lifestyle, and who and what you love, the three L's. GlennBettsJewelers.com. That's G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z, Jewelers. Dot com located one mile east of 270 on Manchester in De Pere. In the jewelry business, there is good, there is better, and then there is Betts. The Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. It's Glenn Betts Jewelers. And while you're there, think about it if you could. All right, are we ab abandoning the Buckswope audio? I can't convert it to an MP3, yeah, so dump it, delete it. I told y'all, cut it out of here. I told y'all I wasn't playing. <laughs> Uh, Manupal eligible oh. says he has the bug slope clip. We don't want it anymore. <laughs> but he has it on eight track. Do we yeah, have that doesn't help us. We don't have an eight track player. We haven't since 1978. <laughs> See, this is now going to like compound being like, oh, the producers don't know how to play audio. But if it's not, if I can't convert it to an MP3, we can't play. He it. said he's bring it, it in here, guy. Come on, come in. I don't care. I know he said like he, my job, I know right? he come claims in. it was an MP3 at one point, but it's was received <laughs> to us as a weblock file, and that has. I can't do anything with it. What a sizzling hot take I just heard on your show. Technology is, quote, worse in the last 10 years. That's from Dogtown Ty. Doug, he is uh, in the finals against Guy or Kevin Roth. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's harder, to it's harder to watch content sports-wise. It's like harder to use and be accessible to everything now. Uh, Jackson, I got nothing to do today. I'll come in and fix it for you. Then you can play it. It's like, no, I didn't go to... Was, was that an impression? Like KT in O-Town? No, that's Swope. Buck oh. Swope is coming in to fix God. it. He's going to hand-deliver this eight-track tape got nothing else of him do. talking to the county council. Uh, what are you listening to? It's this sports talk radio show, but they don't really talk about sports, and that's from the Lipstick Lass. Oh. So, Greg. It's a guy. It's a guy. <laughs> Definitely a guy. No, we saw her. Yeah. The Lipstick Lass. We did. Mm -hmm. Where did you see her? Salt and Smee. At the uh, team I did at the ballpark. That's right, that's right. Okay. 
And no one else could have possibly used that name now, thinking, look, what? I'm a woman too. I've KG got the same name. confirmed that it was uh, the same woman. I don't know how he did it, but he did confirm it. And he also knows licks really well, and he just knows all these things. Yeah. He's a smart guy. Yeah. <clears throat> Me and him are going to Vegas in two weeks. Oh, no, that was Jackson. a rip. That was a Jackson. shot. He's on him. So, I, I mean, he just Iverson. He just Iverson. <laughs> Is Iggy Tyron Lewis? That's situation? right. I didn't mean to. Who's it a shot at? <laughs> I, I don't want to go. You think that bugs me that you're going? I think maybe it does. That's it. You're Mr. <laughs> Vegas. You're Mr. Vegas. No, if they would have said, you have the option to go if you want. I'd say, if I don't have to go, I don't, I'm not going. I don't know. I just do what they tell me to do. You just fit in so <laughs> not well. Not going to there. Vegas is going to bother me. God. It's just a renowned place. I don't want to go to Jamaica. <laughs> oh. You didn't make it very clear, though. <laughs> Who cares if these people complain? The audience members aren't the producers. Tell Swope to get his own show. Yeah. It's from the 314. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, he does. Swope's picks, which is not heard anymore because we don't do TMA lives. He doesn't do Swope's pins anymore? He plays on uh, the replay all day. The Plowhawk one's my oh, favorite. The old ones. The Rise of the Plowhawk. <laughs> One of the greatest pieces of audio I've ever heard. Really? Yeah. There was one time Plowsy left the board for 20 minutes to go take a dump. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, That's when we got days. the Dutch oven treatment in here. <laughs> yeah. Really that low on content with playing Swope's Picks on her Oh, God. Well, Swope's Picks are just TMA. Oh. So. To, to someone who automates oh. all this, having a Swope Pick, 55, 58 minutes is money. So I'll take all the Swope Picks. Oh, you would. Swope's stuff is on YouTube. Just search County Council Tower T. Duh. Some angel of the morning after. Oh. No thanks. Well, it's just, we would, but technology has fallen off so, <laughs> so much in the last 10 years, we can't get it to play. Short, big tech. J- Jackson, maybe we'll see you at homecoming. That's from the lipstick lass. Ooh. Who's we? Probably her and her bow. So I'm oh, her bow. Don't you like that, her bow? No, I don't care for it. No, that's kind of, that's kind of a shame. Homecoming but, at Missouri? Yeah. You're going again? Who do they play this year in homecoming? Uh, it's Beamer Ball. Yeah. South Carolina. Um, yeah, I'll be there. I always go to homecoming. It's really fun. I think I'm really targeting, assuming they've only lost one game, and it's not an 11 o'clock start, Doug. Those are my two requirements yeah. for getting a five-year-old and a one-year-old down to Columbia. Or maybe there's the five-year-old. Uh, I'm, I'm October 7th. I'm all over it. I'd love to go to the K-State game, too. Yeah. Yep. Hate the eleven o'clock, but I just feel like that—that's the whole season. That K-State game. Mm-hmm. Definitely be at the one in St. Louis at the Dome, um, but then uh, trying to go to LSU and homecoming as well. You Fight think they'll tag. sell out the Dome? No. Oh, Jackson immediately shorted it. Well, right. sixty-five thousand. But just to see football in that facility. Yeah. Just that's a treat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll sell it out. Uh, that's a lot of seats. They don't get that many in Columbia. Well, the stadium is, well, it's probably pretty close. We got, the Georgia game was packed to the gills. Yeah, it that was. was. And why? Against Best the... team in a country and a night game. Yeah. yeah. These 11 o'clock games yeah, stink. hurt the program. The problem is it's chicken and egg. You win games, you don't have to play at 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. unless it's one of those huge days where the SEC is stacked. All right, we got a break because it's 930 and James Carlton's here, and we got the design air heating and cooling email. Buck Swope's audio will not be played. Maybe we'll play it on Balloon Party. I don't know. Uh, this is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Michelob Ultra Studios.